in the go live and we're live. Hey guys, it's the raw wrap up here for your pre-tax eve. Get it in? Did you get your micro tundo forms in? Did you get your your refunds? Did you get your? Uh, they can do Amazon gift cards now. That's amazing. Um, anyways, uh, this is your raw wrap up for uh, 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 the fourteenth here of April, uh, and, and this is your wrestling mayhem show crew. Of course, I am Sorg here in Pittsburgh, lovely Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, of course, Mad Mike from the Bronx. Hi, Sorg. There he is. We got our friend in the mainstream media, Matt Carlins, who just had a conversation with Bruno San Martino this afternoon. I had a pleasant conversation for a good 20 minutes on the phone with Bruno. Um, you can go check it out on kdk.com right now, and I think it's also posted on the glorious Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page. Yeah, it was. A, I, li I did listen to that today. It was pretty cool. Um, so go check that out for sure. And, of course, also over in Johnstown, PA, is Bobby FJ Town. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Raw tonight, uh, well, first of all, I think we need to address it, is the Ultimate Warrior tribute show. Uh, not a tribute show in, in the vein that I think we're used to with the Eddie Guerrero tributes and other wrestling Canadians' ex uh, in, in past, um, but but still enough. I, I, I didn't really well, consider them that's doing... That's because they don't have to do it like that anymore with the network. That's true, too. They get to do They've got a week so of Warrior. They've got a week of Warrior coming up. Plus, it didn't happen, like, right after, you know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't... you got to think, when it happened, they were done or near done taping SmackDown, so that's why you didn't see anything for the past week. And that's why they put a notice, kind of a vocal notice on SmackDown, because they weren't doing anything live to say, hey, this is what's, you know, this is what we're doing. Um but I, I think that's really cool. And the first kind of look at, other than all the WrestleMania coverage, what kind of stuff that WWE can do on the fly in reaction to uh, an unfortunate event, but a wrestling event like this, um, you know, it makes you wonder, like, maybe this is stuff they're queuing up for the DVD release anyways, mm -hmm. you know, that they have so much going on with this stuff. I think uh, a lot of it was already planned. I also wonder if this Warrior of the Ultimate Legend that's going to be airing uh, uh, Tuesday night here at 10 p.m., uh, I, I wonder if that's just going to end up being that's the main part of the DVD or something. Well, isn't uh, the DVD already out? Uh, is it? Yeah. The DVD's okay. already out. It's just matches with uh, like the old ed, like the um, Edge Decade of Decadence one mm -hmm. where it's just like him talking in front of a few matches. Well, here's this too. Here's this too. I just noticed this Warrior of the Ultimate Legend is actually going to be a four-part series that's going to show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday all week. <laughs> that I didn't realize. Um, and of course, they're doing a WrestleMania Rewind on WrestleMania 6. Uh, where he won the belt from Hogan, um, and I think there's a few other things they might be doing as well. Um, so so uh, I've been trying to find a good listing. I've seen the the image going around on Twitter, but like when I went to WWE.com, it didn't really kind of list like what was you know Warrior Week uh, a little more explicitly. So, but but pretty much prime time. It's going to be that, and they are debu debuting their uh, WrestleMania show. Uh, this week, the, the Legends of WrestleMania, I think, or WrestleMania behind the scenes, something like that. So, um, but I think really well handled it, and it was really nice to see everybody. Uh, I like the Usos with the uh, half warrior face paint and everything. Uh, that that was pretty cool. That was really cool. Um, so uh, I, I think it's really nice for for them to uh, at least WWE is kind of making up for all the crap they've said about him over yeah. past years. So. Uh, so other than that, uh, you guys have any thoughts on Warrior and, and what they did for him tonight before we move on? 
I think it was an appropriate um, amount of um, tribute, and um, without going too far. Yeah. And um, I think in the past, sometimes they've gone a little bit overboard, but clearly, that, you know, they have their own reasons. They always react the way they want. They will tell you that they will do this because this is what the fans want, and I think the fans probably got the right amount of tribute that they wanted. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that's good. Well said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, uh, big thing, of course, Evolution is officially back. Theme song and everything uh, tonight, beating up the shield after they got beat up by some, what, 11 guys? Yep. yep. And a good point that was brought up, that was the, pretty much a reverse, because we had something similar with the shield uh, months back when it was them against the faces, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think of Evolution? And do we need a fourth guy? Yes, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I get I'm, that now. I, I get that. I think it would be funny. An, um, elder, an elder statesman, if you will. I don't know. It feels weird with three people, but <laughs> I don't know who the fourth one's going to be. Um, it, could, it could be anybody, though. You, we were uh, spouting out names. What if Wade Barrett um, was the fourth? Guys, I think I, know, I think I know who the fourth is. Hmm. I got a suggestion, too. I'll let you go first, Mike. Bo Dallas. <laughs> All right, oh, no. I, I got one for you. Charlotte. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah, but they're not feuding with any women. They should they unless should, unless yeah. they bring Brie Bella into this, and God, they should not. <laughs> uh, if they merge uh, Legacy and Evolution, they could put Cody Rhodes in. I like Cody. I like him as a choice. As a guy that um, you know, kind of like where Randy Orton was, where he was in this weird, fluxy Intercontinental Championship spot, and and needs to get elevated. Like like I, he's. Like, you know, Cody Rhodes a few years ago, no way he was ready. But now, I, I yeah, they could do something with uh, yeah, him. Yeah, but Cody Rhodes, less than a year ago, was getting fired by Triple H. That's true, too. That's true, yep. too. Yeah, but then we had uh, Big Show coming back around after getting fired from Lauren, by Laurenitis and becoming a bad guy. You know, I mean, it's not the weirdest thing they've done, you know. Um, it's WWE, you know, they'll, they'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but some other options. I really like the Wade Barrett option. Uh, what was the other one we had brought up? Um, of course, not Cesaro. He's kind of too involved right now. Sandow. Rusev. Sandow. Sandow could be a good one. Uh, Rusev could be a really good one. Um, but I, I think somebody that has to be already kind of on a roll. And, and I can see Rusev being, yeah, we need more muscle. Why not? You know. Well, um, I don't think it necessarily has to be someone that's on a roll. I mean, when... when Evolution was first introduced. Batista was a deacon collecting money for Devon, and Randy Orton had almost like an afro and blue tights and no gimmick. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The only problem with Rusev is that um, he only takes orders from Lana, which made the ending, which made the main event tonight very confusing because she didn't come out with them. I don't know how we understood what to do. He's like, I am lost. He can't even walk down the ramp without a head nod. I kick. kick. He kicks. That's all he knows. Kane just... Right in his face, and then he ran. (laughs) Kane just tweeted, the time has come to stop wearing this mask and come home. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. That was really well done. It was was about due. Um, 
that that mask has been sitting there for so long, and you knew they're gonna they're do something with that to bring him back. Especially uh, since we didn't really get a tangible reason as to why he took it off in the first place. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Other than I mean, he he went out and said, "Hey, you know what? Maybe your way isn't so bad." After being disappeared by the Wyatts, which none of that makes sense. We're just kind of forget about that stuff. Um, but I like that he's coming back and he's taking on Daniel Bryan. It's it it makes sense. It's it's bringing him back around. He's a nice kind of in betweener guy for Bryan to 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 go after Bryan, since they took both guys from the main event. Yeah. That have a legitimate beef. And and threw them at the shield, um, which the numbers make sense. But yeah, but that's almost why. Weird, but, that's but almost why there has to be a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, this is the interesting thing about looking back on this, and you think back to the way they've handled some of these kind of like underdog champions before, after they get the belt, and then what their first feud has been, and how they've kind of gone forward past WrestleMania, and there is that symmetry with Brian kind of getting put into this. You're going to feud with Kane, but Evolution and the Shield is going to be, you know, this thing, and Cena and Wyatt are going to be this thing. So and do you that, feel... And, and I think you're you're already starting to see the possibility. I hate I would hate to see it happen, but you're already seeing the possibilities that Brian, even though he is the champion, is kind of getting shuffled down, where he's almost like third in the pecking order right now. I don't think so. Brian was off this week because he's on his honeymoon. But I'm saying is that once you get once you look at the way this is building up toward extreme rules and where they're going to be putting their promotional efforts and which matches they're going to put behind them, you're going to have three hot matches going into extreme rules. You got to think, and I, I mean, you could very easily see that Brian and Kane would kind of be like the third wheel in that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but you have to look at the segment last week where the Shield surrounded Triple H. It wasn't any of them that got the big hit, and it was Brian that came in with the knee. True. They True. But he, he's um, always going to be in the mix until they come back around to him. This is just a this is just a diversion in they, the long run. But they, do you think so? It sounds like Matt, you're you're, you're it sounds like you're kind of alluding to this might be like the CM Punk run where yeah he had the belt forever, but he was always second on the card under John Cena. Whatever John Cena was doing that didn't involve a championship was always more important. You think Daniel Bryan's going to slide in that kind of. Um, under yep. top of under but top of the card kind of role. Exactly. You you saw it with CM Punk. You saw it a little bit with well maybe not a, a lot with Rey Mysterio. You definitely saw it with Chris Benoit. I know that's a bad name to say sometimes, but uh, there's a trend of uh, when you wait, see these kind wait. of underdog champions get the belt and then they become a second banana to the real feud and the real headlining match um, on the card. What was the sec? What was the main angle when Benoit was champion? Because I recall him being in well, the. Well, I recall uh, Benoit actually had a title defense against Kane at a paper at a pay per view, but that was not the main event. The main event was uh, probably Triple H versus Shawn Michaels because they were still feuding too. Um, we've seen them do this before, and, and you know, Punk is the most recent uh, example. Although his title ring got so long that it almost, um, you know, it. it, it it, it, it might not be the best example. I I, I think I, I think that the minute Brian got the title, there was a reason to be concerned that um, he would get kind of like the short end of the stick a little bit when it came to you know where those title matches were positioned on the on the cards for the the big pay per views. And there's a track record you can look back to like you know how Mysterio was handled and how Benoit was handled. And uh, you know there's a reason to be worried about something like that happening. Oh, for sure. 
Um, but I, I think, I think again, I, I think I had the same argument in that in that era too. That we're at this point where you can have two or three legitimate pay-per-views, or I'm sorry, legitimate main events on a pay-per-view. And I know we'd always get to the point where, well, they're going to do something really special with this world title belt, but maybe this one's going to be kind of a screwy finish that's maybe going to get resolved next month. Um, now they're a little more willing to do that, I think, because these are not... I don't know if you guys saw the news that these are not uh, pay-per-views anymore. They are now special events. Mm -hmm. So this is a... Um, I don't know, I guess you could call this like the equivalent of when uh, TNA says we're going to do uh, Genesis night on Thursday night. Um, do you, I, I really feel like sometimes these pay-per-views are going to become um, just like another Raw once a month. I don't know. Like to a point. I, yeah, I think yeah, they're going to have a big feel to them. Well, let's put it this way. Let me put it this way. Are you going to be less pissed now that I, I think all of us have the network here, and and we'll, I'll presume that most of our listeners have the network if they're that into wrestling. Um, are you going to be less pissed when we get um, Rusev promo spot in the middle of a pay per view, as opposed to when you were paying sixty five bucks for the thing? Well, at the same time, some people will still be paying that much for the pay per view. That's true. That's true. Um, and I guess on the flip side, too, I mean, you still have to make these, even if they are just special events, you still have to make them a big deal because you're still trying to build up that subscription base for the network. Um, so there's a lot of motivation for them to make these shows special. Um, I wouldn't be too worried about them um, taking a step back. But, yeah, I get what you're saying, sort of. They could definitely um, – mm -hmm. th th there's a little bit more um, margin for error for them when it comes to these pay-per-views, special events. So uh, I think we need to touch on here uh, before we get out of here the Intercontinental Championship Tournament. Awesome. Uh, it, well, one was this something they started like? It, you, do you think this is something that was already happening, or was the fact that it was an Intercontinental Championship Tournament? I don't know if they said this. I I, I wasn't honestly um, terribly engaged in the first half of the show. Uh, uh, is this in part tribute to Ultimate Warrior and being such a great Intercontinental Champion, or was this completely independent? I think it was just anything, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess, one way to make that title mean a little bit more was having those matches and say, hey, this is your intercontinental scene. This is your second tier, yeah. and it it kicks ass. There's some damn good matches, and there's some, more to come. <laughs> yeah, this bracket is amazing. I mean, it, what, is, it is a stacked bracket, and you think about, you know, the, when they consolidated the, the two world titles... And, uh, and then you look at this bracket and, like, Sheamus and Del Rio and all these world title guys are, are now in this bracket for this Intercontinental title. It's Yeah, you're right. It's it's totally stacked. If they keep this up, and I really I really am betting on Cesaro gets that belt. Um, if they, they this stacks up, and you got to think, this is a tournament, a stacked tournament, just for number one contendership. I, I don't think Cesaro gets it. Okay. I don't think I don't think so because he still has heat with Swagger. I think Swagger may cost Cesaro his match next week, and we get Barrett versus Big E. I I would find that acceptable at this point because they're they're God. pushing they're pushing Barrett again. I think they're gonna give him like this might be his last chance to really because the bad news Barrett gimmick is over. Like it's over with the Smarks. It's over with the. 
the non-smarks or whatever we call them these days. Like although it's were, it's it's getting over. Although they were teaming CM Punk during that match, which he left That's, you get over it. Phil does not care about you. Yeah, Phil yeah, but, about yeah but out of out of the other three matches that they had tonight, the Barrett Ziggler one was the worst one until the finish. It wasn't bad though. It wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, that's not that's not a complete teardown, you know. No, I think Del Rio and RVD was the weakest. Yeah, I I went that too. Again, people, not horrible match. People pop for RVD because of the nostalgia thing. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But still, um, but I, I'm I'm really looking forward to see how that goes. Uh, perfect first step to make that belt mean something again. You kind of have to, uh, to have everybody else fight for something, you know. I yep. mean, I, right. I miss. I miss the days when you would have somebody wrestling on, you know, again, reliving this on, on network, watching Raw, and they're saying, well, you know, this guy, you know, because this guy in the match, you know, that's really got to put him in contendership for that IC belt. And it's like, you don't have that talk anymore, you know. Uh, of This is this level guy, this is this level guy, you know. It's, it's more bland, it feels. Um, but this... Uh, uh, first off, sets off a pecking order, shows off the people in that pecking order, and, and gives a little more reason to it instead of a ranking system. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, TNA. Um, so with that, guys, uh, any, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Anything else we didn't cover? Um, I thought it was real interesting um, that the Cena Wyatt. Um, segment was interesting yeah. just for the fact that it was just classic childish John Cena, and it was yeah. interesting to see how Bray Wyatt responded to yeah, that. Yeah, Bray Wyatt just shut him down then. I loved it. But um, going back to the uh, tournament, I'm uh, I'm very excited to see Cesaro versus RVD for some reason. <laughs> That's going to be a great match, I think. Cesaro's going to swing him into the third row. <laughs> RB, and you know RBD is never going to win a belt again, and that's okay. He's going to show up for a while, make somebody like a Cesaro look good, and go and and smoke weed in California legally, and and come back. Is it illegal in California? It's medical, right? Cal, well, California, Colorado. He'll go all over. He'll go wherever he needs to. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it's you know that that that's what he's there for. You know, to get those old school fans. And uh, be like, oh, I remember that guy, and make somebody look good. You know, he's in that spot, and that's, that's yeah. Fine. I mean, he and Jericho basically talked about that on uh, Talk Is Jericho the whole time, where they're like, yeah, we can come back whenever we want, and we, you know, have good matches, put people over, and then we leave, and we mm-hmm. come back, and we get a f- brand new. Oh, we've missed you, Pop. Yeah. They're like a they're like a reverse uh, uh, enhancement talent. Oh. Uh, they're kind. They're kind of like um, a summer season of a TV show. Mm. Mm. I think it's funny that we talk about RVD's back to put people over, but tonight he beat Alberto Del Rio clean in the middle mm. of the ring. Did he look good? Or Del Rio? Did he make him look good? Did he make him look good? Well, Del Rio's supposed to be on his way out, though. Well, yeah. Apparently so. So that makes me sad. If, if you believe, if you believe that stuff. Uh, so on that, guys, uh, again, WrestlingMayhemShow.com for this. Other wrap-ups, we do the TNA NXT thing, or what, what you, some of you guys do on uh, Thursday nights, uh, uh, hangout style like this. And, of course, the, the big action happens on Tuesday nights at uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com or live.surgertronmedia.com from about 9 p.m. Eastern time until midnight with the Wrestling Mayhem Show. 
and of the of course the indie mayhem show. I know we got somebody from uh, Amos neck of the woods down there uh, in the south. Uh, we switch that up, uh, try to every week between uh, uh, friends of his down there, friends of mine up here in, in indie wrestling, uh, and have some fun with that. And of course, follow us on Twitter at Mayhem Show. Uh, Facebook, Google Plus for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, find the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group where a ton of conversations and some amazing pictures tend to pop up as well for you to comment on. <laughs> hail Hydra. Uh, hail Hydra, <laughs> indeed. Hail Hydra. Uh, so with all that, for uh, Mad Mike, for Mac Harlins in the mainstream media and the Bobby of the FJ Town, this is Sorg. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hail Hydra. <laughs>